0: Sing we now of Christmas. Sing we now of Christmas. Sing we now of Christmas. Noel, sing we here. Hear our grateful praises to the babe so dear. Sing we Noel. The king is born, Noel. Sing we now of Christmas, sing we now Noel. From the eastern country came the kings afar, bearing gifts to Bethlehem, guided by a star. Sing we Noel, the king is born Noel. Sing we now of Christmas, sing we now Noel. they took their gifts of greatest price. There was near a stable so like paradise. Sing we know well, the King is born. Noel, sing we now of Christmas. Sing we now Noel. Sing we now Noel. Sing we now Noel.
1: Thomas Fuller once said, we are born crying, live complaining and die disappointed. (laughs) We're born crying, live complaining and die disappointed. I sure hope that's not true of you and me today. Oh, Henry said life is made up of sobs, sniffles and smiles with sniffles predominating. I sure hope that isn't true of you and me today. And if you're a child of God, it ought not be. Philip Schaff said, Without Christ, without Christ, life is as the twilight with dark night ahead. But with Christ, it is the dawn of morning with the light and warmth of a full day ahead. Or to put it in scriptural terms, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell. In the house of the Lord forever. We're tearing open the last gift we're considering here from Psalm 23. As we've been looking at gifts from our shepherd. And as we look under this tree today in Psalm 23. We find this last gift there. And it is the gift of life. The gift of life. Life is a gift, you know. We don't often realize it. We don't often appreciate it until it's gone or until it's nearly gone. The fact that you're living today, the fact that you're breathing today, that's a gift from God. That's a gift from God. And as we consider life today, the gift of life, I want us to consider, first of all, our earthly life. Notice if you have your Bibles open, Psalm 23, the first part of verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Earthly life. We all share this. We all have this. We are all living. As I look out among you, it looks like everybody's still breathing. Everybody's still conscious. Some are partially awake, but we're all living. We're living. We have life. And David says here, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Some have called goodness and mercy the Lord's sheepdogs. They run along with the sheep, goodness and mercy. Charles Spurgeon used to call goodness and mercy God's footmen. Now, we may not understand much about footmen, but back in those days, he said when a wealthy man traveled, two footmen took their place behind him on his coach. And their task was to smooth the way for him. Where he went, they went. They were always there. When his coach stopped, they jumped down to open the door for him. They would hurry him to the inn to make sure his room was ready and his supper was served. And he said, God's two footmen, goodness and mercy. They follow us just like footmen to smooth our journey home. Now, to appreciate our earthly life, let's spend a few moments this morning looking back. Now, here we are, the first Sunday of a brand new year. But, you know, in all honesty, if you haven't already, it's hard not to at least look back for a little bit upon last year. Now, maybe 2010 was an awesome year for you. Maybe you prospered. Maybe you flourished like never before. You may have met some of your hopes and your dreams and your goals. Perhaps your business or your career or even your family expanded in 2010. Think back over it last year. What it held. What you experienced. What 2010 was for you. Now, for some, if you're honest, you'd have to say the exact opposite is true. Perhaps 2010 was the hardest year you've ever experienced. It may have been filled with heartaches and headaches and stomach aches. I mean, it, it, rather than expanding your family, maybe you buried part of your family. And instead of prospering, perhaps you spent most of the year drowning. It was a rough year. Maybe if you're honest, you say, you know what, preacher? I'm glad 2010 is over with. I don't know. But listen. Child of God, listen, whether it was a great year or a miserable year or a combination of the two, can you see that the goodness and mercy of the Lord followed you through each and every day? You ever thought about how the Lord preserves us? Even when we don't realize it, the Lord is preserving us. Every time you get in a car or truck and you go somewhere and you get there safely and you return safely, the Lord's goodness and mercy preserved you. Every time you find yourself in a public crowd and nothing happens to you, the Lord's goodness and mercy has preserved you. His goodness and mercy as God's footmen run along with you. See, the world is a dangerous place. It's a dangerous place for sheep. We've learned that as we've studied through Psalm 23. And as you look back, perhaps you see many dangers that God has brought you through. We spend this time looking back, reflecting, but we don't want to spend all our time there. Take a moment now and look around. What do you see? You see the present. It's a gift, you know. Today's a gift. That's probably why they call it the present. Because it's a gift. Can you trace the goodness and mercy of God to this very moment? I can. I'm here with my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm worshiping my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I've been blessed by hearing wonderful, beautiful music and singing, lifting praises to my God. I'm warm. I'm clothed. I'll have lunch in a little bit. I can see God's hands of blessing and mercy upon my life. My God has given me life. I'm alive right now. I'm living. I'm breathing. I'm preaching. It doesn't get much better. Have you stopped and considered what an awesome gift life is? Life is a gift from God. We look back and we see the life throughout 2010. We look around and we see the present. But let's not stop there. I want to spend a few minutes today looking forward. And ultimately, that leads us from our earthly life to our eternal life. Look at Psalm 23, 6 again. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You see, Psalm 23, 6 covers the past, the present and the future. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I can say that with David today. Can you? Can you honestly say, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Now, how can I say that with certainty? Well, it's not because of me. Not because anything special within me is because I have Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And friend, if you want life, I mean real life eternal life, the joyful life, you must have the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. I can't think of anything greater, a greater way to start your new year if you don't know Christ than to receive Him today by grace through faith. Recognize you're a sinner. Recognize you cannot save yourself. Recognize that He is Lord. He is Savior. He's died in your place. He took your sin upon Him upon the cross. He was buried. He rose again victorious. And He's standing saying, come to me. I will receive you. I will give you eternal life. I will forgive you for your sins. I will give you a home in heaven. If you've never done that, let me invite you today. Right now. Don't wait even at the end of the service. Cry out to him for eternal life. Cry out to him today. As a child of God, when I look forward, I see heaven. I'm in eternity with my Lord. D.L. Moody said heaven. We, we talk about it as being so far away. Heaven. Heaven. But he said it is within speaking distance to those who belong there. Heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. You know, as much as I love Dion Moody's work, I love Jesus better. I love his more. Here's what he says in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Listen, I go to prepare a place for You think about that, beloved, man, as a child of God, he's making a place for me where I can stay, where I can be, where I can live with him. And here's something else exciting. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself that where I am there, you may be also. He wants us with him. What an awesome thought. And whither I go, ye you know, and the way ye you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. David said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, as I thought about Psalm 23 6, I could not help but to think of the hymn, Great is thy faithfulness. And the third verse came to mind when I looked at Psalm 23, 6. This is what the third verse says. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth. Thine own dear presence to cheer into God. Now listen, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. I thought about that. Strength for today. Where is that at? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then the second part there, bright hope for tomorrow. Where is that at? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The gift of life. He gives us earthly life. All of us have that. All of us are enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it. But he also gives us eternal life through the Lord Jesus. I want to encourage you today, friend, to choose life. Choose life. Maybe you've seen that. It's a little saying on a license plate sometimes. You ever seen it says, Choose Life? I was wondering about the history behind that. And, and, and I went and found the purpose statement of Choose Life Incorporated. It's an incorporation. And it was formed to, to, to work with uh, interested citizens within Florida and other states to create and promote the sale of a specialty license plate with the slogan, Choose Life. And the proceeds from those license plates are used to facilitate and encourage adoption. As a positive choice for women who have unplanned pregnancies. So when you see that on the license plate, they're saying, you know, choose life. Choose to put your child up for adoption rather than aborting that child. And that's a wonderful thing. And, and if you're in that situation, let me encourage you to choose life today. We're going to be celebrating the sanctity of human life later on this month. But you know what? I want us all to choose life today what I mean by that is this, beloved, if you're not born again, I prayed this morning, you'll come and choose life. You'll choose the Lord Jesus. You'll take him as your Lord and Savior. But then if you are born again, which I know I'm speaking to many Christians today, I want to encourage you to choose life. In other words, I want to choose I want to encourage you to to choose to live a life to the fullest for the glory of God. Live life for the fullest to the glory of God. I'm not going to wait to live my life. This is it. Beloved, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is life. Your life. God's given you life and breath and strength and health. I'm going to live life. I want you to live life. Choose to live life to the fullest for the glory of God. See, we're just pilgrims passing through to our heavenly home. We used to talk about that more when I was growing up, it seems. Just talk about and sing about, I'm just a pilgrim passing through and things like that. We realize this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Our, Our sights were on heaven. We used to think about that more. But now we've gotten kind of comfortable and maybe we're settled down. Listen, heaven is our home. I'm on my way home this morning. God's footmen are with me, goodness and mercy. They're smoothing the way. And I'm going to get to my heavenly home, my eternal home, and I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But while I'm on this journey, I'm going to enjoy life and glorify God. I am. You know, I remember, it seems like sometimes when people would talk a lot about heaven, it was always... In terms of an escape. Maybe you've talked to people. And I know some people get in. Situations where they want to escape. Maybe their health is declining. Or or there is great pain and stuff. But listen. Heaven. To me is not just an escape. It's my heavenly home. But God has given me these moments. And these days. And these years. And God wants me to redeem the time. And God wants me to, whether I'm eating or drinking or whatever I'm doing, to bring glory to Him. He wants me to enjoy the blessings that He's given to me. He wants me to to, to seek and get as many people as I can to come with me to my heavenly home. You ever think about that? That's what witnessing is all about. It's getting a group of people together to go with you to your heavenly home. Saying, listen, I'm going to heaven. I'm going home. I'm going to my master. I'm going to my Savior. Would you come with me? All you have to do is trust Him. He'll forgive you. He'll cleanse you. He'll give you a home in heaven as well. How about you this morning? Here we are, the first Sunday, January 2nd, 2011. Will you choose life today? Will you choose life this year? I don't know what 2011 holds, but praise God, I know who holds 2011 Amen. I don't know what it holds. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what we're facing. But I know who's there with us. I know who holds my life in my hand and he holds me. And if I don't make it through 2011, I know where I'll be. I'll be in heaven. That's a glorious thought, beloved. I know who I'll see. I'll see my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. David was right. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. In the hard days, the good days. High days and low days, God's goodness and mercy is evident and present. And then when these days are over, I'll join the house of the Lord forever. You've probably heard the name Fanny Crosby. Fanny Crosby was the famous blind hymn writer. In 1891, anybody around back then? Didn't think so. She attended a midweek prayer meeting where Dr. Howard Crosby spoke from the 23rd Psalm. And he preached from that psalm, and Fanny was there. But later that week, Fanny was stunned to realize that Dr. Crosby had suddenly died. She began to ponder and think about the suddenness of death. And she asked herself this question I wonder what my first impression of heaven will be. A moment later, she answered her own question with this insight Why my eyes will be opened. Remember, she's a blind lady. My eyes will be opened and I'll see my Savior face to face. A few days later, Fanny penned these words. Someday the silver cord will bring. And I no more as now shall sing. But all the joy when I awake. Within the palace of the king. And I shall see him face to face. And tell the story saved by grace. And I shall see him face to face. And tell the story saved by grace, she went on to write these words. Someday my earthly house will fall. I cannot tell how soon it be. But this I know my all in all has now a place in heaven for me. Someday when fades the golden sun beneath the rosy tinted west, my blessed Lord will say well done and I shall enter into rest. Someday till then I'll watch and wait my lamp all trimmed and burning bright. Then when my Savior opens the gate, my soul to him may take its flight and I shall see him face to face and tell the story saved by grace. What do I have to say to you this morning on this new year, new decade, new day? I have this beloved. Choose life. Choose life. If you don't know Christ, choose Life today. Repent of your sin and take the Lord Jesus by faith. If you do know Christ today, choose life. Listen, make up your mind that God being my helper, I'm going to live my life to the fullest, to the glory of God. 2011 can be the greatest year we've ever known as individuals, as families, and as a church family. If we'll make up our minds with God's help, we're going to live for God's glory. Listen, do you enjoy life or do you endure it? Do you enjoy life or do you endure it? Think about that for a moment. Are you just hoping for an escape to heaven? Are you saying, praise God, I've got heaven. That's settled. I'm headed there. But on my way, I'm going to enjoy the blessings of my God. I'm going to get as many people as I can to go with me. Surely goodness. Goodness. And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Father, I thank you today for your blessings. I thank you for life. Father, we we treat life so cheaply. Just throw it away today. I think of those who will kill babies today. I think of those who want to do away with our senior uh, citizens who maybe are struggling. Lord, I just pray that you would help us to realize just how valuable and precious life really is. Lord, I pray today if someone does not know Christ as Savior, that this will be the beginning of their new life in Christ. In a moment when we sing, they'll come and allow someone to take a Bible and share with them the gospel and meet Christ today. And then, Father, I pray for the many that know Christ and have eternal life and have a home in heaven, but they're not living their life truly and fully to the glory of God. I pray today that you would help them, that you would work in their lives, that you'd help them, Lord, to make up their mind with your help. They're going to live every single day as a gift from you, and they're going to live it as your scripture teaches us, live it to your glory and your honor. You told us, Father, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, to do all to your glory. Help us to do that. And I pray, Lord, 2011 will be the greatest year we've ever known personally, our family life and our church life. We don't know how much longer we have here upon this earth. We pray, O oh God, even so come, Lord Jesus. But until that hour, help us to be busy laboring and serving and worshiping and working for you. Help us to choose life and all of its blessings. Help us to reach out and take as many people as we can with us on our journey home. We pray these things in the love of the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Our closing hymn this morning is 189, the lily of the valley, I found a friend in Jesus, the bright and morning star. And as we sing uh, this morning, I want to invite you to come. If you need to be saved today, would you come? If you want to come and just pray and give your life to the Lord a fresh and anew, would you just come? The altar is open. Maybe you need to come just to begin this year, say, so, Lord, this year is yours. I'll give you myself a fresh and anew and dedicate your life so this I'm going to live a life for God this year. Two thousand eleven. for the Lord. 189, let's stand and sing. A million of